0: Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Vika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the It's Karmic podcast with me, your host, Vika Bradford. As per usual, every, si- every single week is the same person. Uh, welcome, welcome. Today, we have a juicy conversation with, you know, one of my favorite people. If you guys follow me, you know, Renata is one of my fave people ever. So Renata, I can never say your last name correctly. Roski. Turovsky. I always want to put like an extra A in there. okay. Renata Turovsky. aligned with Renata, as most of you listening will know her, is here to talk about the juicy astrology of 2023 with me. So welcome, Renata. Thanks for having me back on. So excited. Um, So for anyone listening, the first episode I did with Renata, I think was in 2021 now. I It could I have been early 2022 is a while ago, guys, a whole while ago. So, if you guys want to know Renata in um, in her know her story and like what she does and her sacred work on this earth, please, I'm gonna link that episode in the show notes so you guys can get to know her deeper. But today, we're actually gonna dive right into the juicy conversation of the astrology and the big shifts coming in 2023. So, if you are if you're ready for the big shifts this, this week or this year, sorry, not this week, we're going to go deep into just, just what I'm calling a, a year of transformation. Um, Renata, I just realized my, my headphones aren't plugged in. So we're just going to go with that guys. <laughs> <One second>. <laughs> like just <laughs> shadow period is not working out for you. It's not, I've had like a moment for the last three, three days. Um, I think we're on th- day three and like every day there's been a mercury thing where I'm like, it's just my natal mercury retrograde being a little bit, you have it too. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, guys, we got the headphones in. <laughs> we're going to be fine. Okay. So. I really, so I did a a podcast for anyone listening about my like first initial take on the shift of Pluto and Aquarius. So we're going to start there today. And when I was doing that, I had this big inkling where I was like, I need to talk to Renata about this shift specifically because the internet is being as, as always a cesspool right now. And that's just how I feel about the information being shared in pop astrology particularly around the shift of Pluto going into Aquarius there are a bunch of astrologers I love talking really candidly about this shift and I honor that and I'm like really here for those people but I was like I feel like we're not going to have some really good takes that aren't going to be a load of bullshit Mm -hmm. so let's dive into this shift and what you are seeing um, for the little dip this year and then as we progress into 2024. So specifically with Pluto Let's start with Pluto, and I'm sure Pluto will lead us into the other jungle of information we're gonna go into.
1: <clears throat> so as most some people know, we're making we're transitioning from Capricorn, which was a massive, I don't know how many years it was, decades of transformation surrounding all things, corporate, the government, and people in power, you know, big money, big wealth, and big control. And we seen through that transformative process of Pluto and Capricorn, things that, you know, some people are still in the dark about the world, you know, (laughs) like, but a lot of people saw the blatant areas of imbalance when it came to power and how there was a lot of power position in big well, big, big corporations um, that maybe they didn't have that type of understanding prior to say 2020 especially when things really popped up with the Pluto Pluto Jupiter Saturn conjunction okay Mm -hmm. and now that we're moving out from that period of this transformation regarding Capricorn and transitioning into Aquarius those are very different (laughs) energies Aquarius is like Screw the system. It wants to rebel. And it's all about liberation of self and the collective. Where can we bring more equality? But it also, you know, with astrology and the way that I like to look at things is twofold. There's a gone right. And there's a gone wrong. And I believe you say it's the higher octave and the lower octave. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Octave, whatever. Either
1: Octave. Yeah. I just, I'm not really good with English. I like Um, your
0: flair on the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's like, I say to all, I say, where's my friends? Like, that's not the way it's pronounced. Like, honestly, like just, it is today. This is what it is. Um, as well as the one of the laws of the universe was as above, so below. So a lot of the times, I think we share the similar frustration when it comes to pop astrology. Is you'll hear these buzzwords and these, you know, these keywords when it comes to Aquarius, and it's like freedom of the people, and this is where everything becomes equal. And as delusional as I can be, because I have a lot of Pisces placements and 12 house placements, I can be this extreme realist at times. It's this weird dichotomy that. Of my experience of the universe so i get really agitated when i see that because then people feel like i don't have to do anything about that and everything's just going to magically work out and while i can operate from that realm of someone save me please okay this is where i feel like people might have a harsh awakening because last time pluto was in aquarius was a time of great reform
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: i i believe it was the french revolution it was the industrial revolution I know America was founded what 1776 but the constitution yeah. was like finalized so, when Pluto was in Pisces Aquarius Yeah it
0: was basically so um the industrial revolution was a little later I believe but the French revolution and the American revolution were happening pretty simultaneously right. so what I was researching is they signed the declaration of independence or not look, del- sorry Oh, was it that one? One of the documents. I can't remember which one it is. Constitution.
1: Constitution.
0: Thank you. They mm-hmm. signed that one as it was still in Capricorn. And then two years later, it shifted into Aquarius. And then the revolution happened. So, like, they signed the document being like, yeah, we're going to be free. But the actual revolution didn't happen till like 10, 12, 14, 15 years of Pluto being in Aquarius.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, with that being said, Pluto transits take time. They're this slow and steady death of a system. And Pluto essentially goes, what is not moving us forward needs to needs to go. (laughs) Right. And from a personal level, while it's a very collective, it's more of a collective shift. It's still a personal shift, depending on where that's playing out in your chart and how you're making that contribution to the collective. Mm -hmm. Now the theory as above, so below, I forgot to mention everyone thinks, Oh my God, this is moving here. So like, I'm going to be safe or someone's going to save me. It's like, no, it's actually power of the people. Where are you making that contribution to save the world? No one else is coming to save your ass. Right? So like, this is where we are hopefully more united in our uniqueness, not our sameness because what I feel is it can merge in two directions with astrology. There's always going to be that good gone, right, gone wrong. So with that, guess what? Saturn Pluto and Saturn can really have the technocrats come out to play, um, this wielding of power through the use of technology, transhumanism, like AI advancements. And while, sure, I think technology is a wonderful gift, there's also the shadow and danger side of it. Plus, you know, there might be the guise of let's all be equal, but as long as you follow these rules and you say this and you do this, because guess what? That automatic car you're driving, you didn't follow the rules. I'm going to shut that shit down. I'm not saying it's going to turn that way, but the shadow of Aquarius is dystopian. Like Yeah, 100%. So we're, not just gonna, we're just not going to move into Pluto of Aquarius for a little bit. The dates we went over, it was March 23rd, 2023 to Janu- June 11th, 2023 for that little stint. This is also gonna be, you know, the gone right side is where people go shit. Like I'm also participating in how the world's playing out and how I affect humanity and how, you know, no one's gonna come to save me. We're actually unified in our uniqueness, not our sameness. Where are things not equal? But I'm not talking about that performance activism bullshit where we're all pretending like we're making it more equal and we're giving these people voices, but it's just like for show. And change isn't really happening behind closed doors. If anything, people feel more stifled and disconnected.
0: Yeah, 100%. So,
1: yeah, let's, I guess, I think I'm, I think also the um, Pluto and Aquarius. I think of Star Wars and the Hunger Games. Those are dystopian manifestations of Pluto and Aquarius. And like,
0: they totally are.
1: Right. Um, because Pluto and Aquarius gone wrong too can be very elitist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. It's very elitist. And, you know, with that, we could be the dystopian slaves. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. So let everyone calm, calm down. I'm just saying <laughs> that we get to determine what happens, right? By our yeah. own, what's what is Pluto and Aquarius calling out for you personally in your own chart? And I encourage everyone to work with an astrologer that does their transit reports to really see where's my responsibility right now with Pluto and Aquarius and where do I need to let go of old ways or old traditions or, or like stuffy structures or this weird hierarchy of power and corruption, like, you know, the corporations and everything and come back down to earth and say, you know what, we still need to maintain our individuality, but I also, where am I, where am I not liberating myself? Yeah. I think I'm, I'm done, done with that right now <laughs> worse. I'm just like, yeah. I think I'm talking too
0: much. No, you're not at all. Don't mm-hmm. no, no. I love it. Cause like, it, it's just so pointed to the fact that, um, the individual versus the, what did you call it? Something around like us being the same, right? Like that high, uh, high octave, low octave gone, right, gone wrong is really like Aquarian people can be either, because Aquarius is always seeking individuality and feeling like they don't belong, that energy in general is looking to belong. There's either a, I am a unique individual and just accept me as I am. And I don't need the external validation, Leo energy versus the, I need the external validation, Leo energy. So like, I'm going to you know, I'm going to morph the world to become a place that accepts me whether or not that harms people or not because of that detached Aquarian energy. Right. So I think we're going to see a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of detachment, but also at the same time, a lot of emotional reactivity over the next couple years.
1: Definitely. Cause people all claim they want change. Mm. Uh, and you know, you can go in the comment section on the internet and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really messed up shit happening in the world. And this is where I am. Uh, people like to complain about it a lot and complain about it, how it's not fair. And I'm like, okay, got it. Like rant, rant, vent. I'm like, I'm the queen of ranting, but there also comes a point of responsibility. What is my bitching and complaining doing? Like, how am I actually being the change I want to see in the world? Yeah, And I find on the internet, people feel, you know, you feel maybe more connected when you have form alliances with people who have, who maybe share certain values as you, and they can, they can understand your uniqueness. So you feel connected in that regard. And I think that's great yet. You know, it doesn't care. I don't care what you're actually arguing about whether cause there's topics that are very polarized. There could be this toxicity within both of them. And then this, this attachment of identity within both of those extremes. Yeah. So now you've, you've actually lost, you think you found your, your, um, tribe or community or group or whatever word you identify with yet at the same time, now you've still isolated yourself as this, you know, we're better than, which is kind of just what the opposite side is doing. Mm -hmm. Are we really more connected? We're actually quite divided in that regard.
0: Quite divided. I think about when, um, and I think most of us experience this in our teenage years when we're seeking to belong and we're throwing all these labels on ourselves. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that for me. It was, I'm going to be punk, and I'm going to be goth, and I'm going to be like depressed girl, but I'm going to be this girl. You know, all these labels we slap onto ourselves to seek some sort of belonging. Um, and really, it's not until we absolutely strip all those labels off of ourselves that we find ourselves. And we're like, I'm not any of those labels. I'm literally just like, a meat bag experience, like a soul with a meat bag, just wandering around this weird ass earth. And like, that's the disintegration of um, your true individuality coming out, being like, I, I associate with nothing at this point <laughs> versus putting yourself into those boxes.
1: Yeah. That's what I love about Aquarius. It frees itself from the boxes. It's like, it can be a walking contradiction. And that's why yeah. that's, our, that's your astrology chart. Sometimes you can be, you know, calm and collected here. And then you lose your, you're more fiery and aggressive in another area. And maybe you're a bit more passive in another area. And that's where we are not trying to fit and squeeze into a label, into a box, into a trend. And Aquarius can be like, Again, because a lot of people jump on these things as a false sense of I'm rebelling and I'm showing how I'm going to be free and liberated. But I'm like, are you? Is that still Mm -hmm. coming from a place of insecurity? And is it also coming from a place of I'm going to go and jump on this thing, pretending that I'm different or own what I'm different. But it's really because I want to belong in this peer group. Or I feel pressured. So maybe you identify with certain things or topics, but you're not really agreeing with how it's being um, shared in the world or how it's being positioned in the world. You know, there's so many things we could talk about that. And again, you're like, there's some nuance here and I don't really identify with that, but I feel pressured. I feel peer pressure to succumb to this image because I still agree with a lot of these points, even though I don't agree with all of them because then where do I belong?
0: Mm -hmm. So people have
1: actually a hard time um, living in that area of true nuance and authenticity because everyone claims I want to be authentic. I want to be liberated. I want to be free and express myself yet. There's a very, a very small amount of people who do that because the cost actually of authenticity is terrifying.
0: <laughs> it is. I, it
1: a spade, a spade. I will always choose my alignment and authenticity, but don't for a second every day, even though I feel free, I still am like, I don't see a lot of majority of other people expressing this in society. And it's a battle I have to face every day. That could be because my Lilith and my Chiron, the 11th house of Aquarius. Okay. That's a personal thing for me. Yet a lot of people, even though behind closed doors, everyone's saying it when it comes to society, everyone's going to have to pull up their socks and say, damn it. Like I'm actually contributing to this problem that I keep bitching and complaining about. I want equality. How am I participating into that problem of inequality or the things I don't like about the systems or where it's not fair for people?
0: the comment section ain't going to do it anymore. No, a hundred percent. I think we saw a lot of that over the last three years. It's like, well, were you stepping out into society, you know, in your moral values, or were you complacent against things that actually went against your morals and your actual individual, um, feelings? Did you comply? Um, and you know, no judgment at the end of the day, whether you did or you you didn't, but in the end I was thinking about this this morning, like, we, if we continue to be complacent, you know, people, so many people that are like, I just don't want to deal with it. You know, I just don't want to deal. I don't want to, I don't want to watch that because I don't want to deal with it. And I'm like, well, I guess the world's going to go that way because there's so many of you that just don't want to deal with it.
1: Yeah, and I want to mention one thing in and Aquarius. Don't feel like you got to be an activist for every cause cuz it's trending. Stop no. that. No. It's disgusting. It because is. You pretending to repost something that you don't give a shit about isn't creating any change. People can feel that frequency online. It's not doing anyone any good. It is acting, okay? It's not insp- it's not inspiring. And I again, I understand people did that out of a sense of peer pressure. I don't want to look like an asshole. I don't want to be judged. All I'm inviting everyone to do is commit to and be the activist for things that really matter to you and stay mm-hmm. focused there. Do not get distraction distracted because and stop thinking that everyone's going to be as committed as you are to reform something in society. Doesn't mean they don't care. That's just not where their calling is. That's not where they're called to reform in for the collective. We all need to kind of check ourselves there because there's a lot of things that are occurring in the world that I'm like that's that's not okay. That's not cool there, unfortunately there's not a million Renata's that can dedicate my energy to set causes. And that is completely, um, unfair to bestow on someone or to expect that of someone, because if each of us just focus on the thing that we want to reform, that we want to change, that we want to take a stand for, we're going to get a lot more shit done. We have to understand we're all moving in the same direction. We're just focusing on a different area to get to that set destination
0: hundred percent. And when you're saying that I'm thinking about, um, the shift, this shift happening and how everything's in our face now. Like I think about how, you know, people talk about, like, we're not supposed to see this many problems. Maybe we're not supposed to, because uh, let's take that word out, like, cause it is what it is. So, but the idea is that taking on the world's problems is not a healthy way to function, or it's like, you're like, it's absolutely destructive to the nervous system, to all these things. So what are your thoughts on as we're moving into like more of a technology focused, weird ass dystopian world in one view in the other view, there isn't, there is a light side guys, but just, you know, leaning into that for a minute, people are afraid of AI. People are afraid of, um, you know, the nanobots. They're already like injecting things into people's brains that are going to cure disease, like blowing up cancer cells with these like nanobots and shit. So I'm just thinking like, what can we do as, Humans to remain human through this time where everything is shoved in our faces. We are seeing like the constant um, bombardment of this energy because it is technology. What can we do to like mm-hmm. self-soothe or stay human?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Aquarius rules that nervous system, so nervous system support is going to be huge. Everyone's going to have it have to. Look at where they can be taking better care of their nervous system response instead of spazzing out, which, you know, I think is needed for every individual to maintain true health. Um, Look, here's the thing. Society is going to evolve and innovate, and that's needed in society. We can't disregard all 12 zodiac signs are occurring at all points in our chart at all, like at all times, depending on if it rules a house or if there's planets there. So there's, we can't just get rid of Aquarius, right? We, some people fear, but we need innovation. We're, we're always going to be growing and expanding. And there's a lot of great with that. There's a lot of shadow aspects. So if some people are like, I don't want to subscribe to this reality, you got an option. Well, how do you want to engage with technology? Like, remember when credit cards first came out, I know people, a lot of people were like, I ain't getting no credit card. And then eventually everyone got a goddamn credit card. So there's certain things, whether we admit to it, like it or not, we're going to succumb to certain things, you know, iPhones, like how am I I going to say
0: iPhones? That was a big one when like the iPhone and even the Blackberry came out, people were like, no, like that's. A little bit much. And I just remember being like, I, well, I got to get my hands on one of these damn things. But years before when I was in high school, like, you know, cell phones became normalized when I was in high school and I wouldn't get one. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have a cell phone. And people would be like, how do I get a hold of you? I'd be like, you knock on my damn door, bitch. Like
1: that's yeah. all I had for them. <laughs> and unfortunately, you know, some people are going to feel like you're throwing, you're throwing pebbles at, at like a, at a tank and you ain't going to things are going to shift in a direction. Now look at star Wars. Would I want a little R2 D2 robot? Yeah, sure. Why not? Like, I like it so cute. Like, so I think sometimes we have this, there's this apocalyptic or this scary, you know, one aspect because we've been so predictively programmed to yeah. regarding that and the fears of AI. And, and I'm not saying that's not possible. Like they've been allegedly using hologram technology and shit that you didn't, you don't even know that's like exists right now. So it's yeah. already happening. So you can try to throw your pebbles at it. It ain't going to change. Yeah. However, I do believe that this technology, there could be a lot of good with it. Just like the duality of everything in life. Okay. Um, and it all comes down to your personal choices. So, you know, maybe I, I have a problem with my phone. I use it to escape all the time. That's a personal response. I got to change that relationship I have with technology because it's awful and I hate (laughs) it and I need (laughs) to do something about it. So, you know, I can use it for good and I can frame it in context for good. And then I can also be aware if I'm choosing it for the wrong places. And there's a consequence for that. There's an impact for that. Now, I think people need to be more cognizant of changes when it comes to technology, because they're going to position some things that are really shady as really wonderful. With the metaverse. Right. Um, And sometimes I joke, I'm like, is this where my husband's in the metaverse? So I'm like, oh my god, AI's already. It's like, gotcha, gotcha. So <laughs> I'm just they are. <laughs> right? So I joke sometimes. I make I make light of the situation, and that doesn't mean you have to join the metaverse. But you know, maybe you decide to live off the land and go back to your roots, and that's what makes you feel most free.
0: Sh- but shit's too. gonna
1: happen. Yeah. And you're not going to like it. Like you're not going to like what AI is going to do and how people are going to choose to put chips in their brain, but it's going to happen because there's going to be people who want to have it done.
0: Yeah, 100%. I was listening to uh, a talk from Rick Levine. He's an astrologer. I just absolutely love. I don't know if you know his work, but he was talking, okay. He was talking about transhumanism in Aquarius yesterday on mm-hmm. this one chat. And I was just like, let's, let's go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about how in the industrial revolution, there was a group, I cannot remember the name of this group, but there was a group of people that had a specific like name, like, you know, you label anyone who were so against the industrial revolution because they said to put machines in factories was taking away from humanity and it wasn't human. And, um, I see a lot of that now I'm, I I can't say I'm not one of them sometimes just being like, no, like slow down, but you know, it, it went ahead and it had to happen and it did happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and again, that it's kind of like, we're, we're all kind of, um, and this is where people, you know what, and this is, can I bring this up? Remember the AI photos that came out? Yeah. Please talk about that. Yeah. Because we had different views, which I (laughs) think is great, which I think is, I think this is why it's good. So people can see, like, we both had different views on it. And when it initially came out for you, I believe you're like, I'm
0: not doing this. This is shady as shit. You felt like, like, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I was instantly like, um, I downloaded for a second and then I was like, no, this is going to steal my soul. Like It was like, this is going to open dimensions and portals. I don't know what it was. But right? I was like, no, but then everyone else did have that feeling. Well, not everyone else. Cause,
1: cause no, I thought it was very split. So this was an interesting blip on people's reactions. Yeah. So for me, you know, for those of you who know me, I'm obsessed with superheroes and I always joke that I'm waiting to become like an Avenger. So maybe this is where the metaverse is going to get me. It's like, gotcha, Renata. And I'm kidding. I'm, I'm actually kidding, but I do want to be a superhero. That's just Literally. my Pisces aspects. Okay. So when AI came out, it was funny because all my friends who were close to me, they're like, if anyone's going to do this, it's going to be Renata. Because of course she wants to see what superhero she was going to be. But the converse in the, it was, it was nothing more than that for me. I didn't read the fine. Actually, I already had that app downloaded because I, I used to edit some things in the past. I didn't read no fine print. I was just like, yeah, I'm doing. This Whatever, bing, bang, boo. It wasn't even a second thought. I was like, of course I want to see this. And then the outrage from both sides was just phenomenal to witness because this is where I saw we are all living in our little mini matrix and everyone thinks they have it all figured out. Like truly myself yeah. included here. And so, that was such a humbling moment because I was like, damn, I felt so strongly against something where other people were just like, Meh, whatever. And now here I am being like, it's not that serious. And people are like, you're just feeding the metaverse and you're this. And I'm like, we're all on our demon phone. I'm so sorry. So throw that shit in the trash. You know what I mean? And I get other people's arguments around it and their points of views, which are completely valid. And I'm like, fair, totally. I didn't realize it was stealing art from other artists. I'm like, yeah. that's super shady. Like, that's not cool. Um, so like, but everyone got so like split into two and yep. this is where I'm like, this is not good.
0: No, the polarization was very interesting. And I actually appreciated you in those moments because you were just howling at it. I was rocking. Um, and I t- like, I had about a, a day or so where I was just like, fuck this shit. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm just done talking about it. And you were just in the stance of being like, this is fascinating. And then we mm-hmm. had other people being like the complete opposite of the spectrum. Um, so it was a fascinating conversation of, um, you could see like many different camps come up in like, with their their weapons ready yeah. to protect you know whatever hill they stand on they were like ready to to go and i mean i was on one of those hills for a second there yeah and i also was a
1: bit i'm not gonna lie i was also a little bit agitated because i was like guys this is hypocritical. This is Hippocratic. like this is this is a pure hypocrisy we're Hippocratic. um hip- <laughs> hip- this hip oh my god oh my- is there no. a word for that Hypocritical. <laughs> hypocritical <laughs> And I was I, like, look, and I, I'm not saying their certain points were valid because I, I totally get like the priming you to morph into your avatar, but I've already been using my witchy avatar. And I was like, I get it. Your that's points true. are valid. Like I see what you're saying. But for me, I wanted to see what damn superhero I was going to, and it wasn't so that bad. serious. I wasn't, I didn't, there was people like, you have low self-esteem. You don't love yourself. And oh. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, this is like, this is, this is not what it was. And mm. I am not the one who read the fine print. So if I'm going to be in some, you know, weird movie, 10 years, my AI version, that's my fault. Like, and I just found a little unhinged there for a moment, but it brought up a great conversation. I found where shit technology and where the universe is going, where this is
0: going is the wild west. Yeah, it really is. Like we have, it's so new. It's so like, really, when we think about it, internet is only 30 years old. Yeah. It's so new. And we are just dipping our toes into it. And our generation didn't grow up with it till we were quite like probably into our um, teens and preteens. Yeah. Like that's when like the internet, they became normalized in homes. So yeah, it's going to be, it is the wild, wild west.
1: And you know what? I'd love back to your AI, your feelings around it is you, it didn't feel right for you. And it didn't so feel that's right. the key thing with discernment where I didn't have any fears. I might've opened up a portal of demons in my car. I don't know. You know, like that's my problem. You you live and learn, you know, hundred percent, right it also was a humbling moment for me where I'm like, I think I know it all for everything. And sometimes I feel like this is so right. And this is
0: the way it is where I was like, damn. Yeah. And didn't this happen in Sagittarius season? Because I remember being like, yeah, I think wow, so. we all got. I think it was yeah, see, because I guess because righteousness
1: on steroids came out. Yeah, okay. It reminded me of when the nodes of of of, of the nodal and oh, yeah. Gemini and Sag, where everyone was so righteous, so
0: righteous, and they were so you're wrong. How dare you? And I was like, yeah, it was very much that energy.
1: Let's just have a conversation. Like, if you want to have a conversation here, like, but to start losing it on people which we've done when the beginning when like march 2020 it was at that nodal axis of i'm right you're wrong yeah um i thought it was interesting to be like damn we actually don't know what we're getting ourselves into and for me it was like okay moving forward i need to be more mindful and at the same time i'm gonna be completely transparent i'm like there's some things that I'm completely trans, uh, complacent with regarding technology. Cause I got like, reading the fine print, I don't have time. <laughs> when Instagram changes terms and conditions, remember everyone's like, I'm getting off Instagram, screw Instagram. And I was sitting there being like, we're fucked. Like we are, we are so like, unless we all create a different system for this time being, whether we like to admit it or not, because I don't have the solution. I'm going to admit, like I now I am selling my soul a little bit here, just like the rest of us. So let's just own it. And say we're all being a bit we're 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 committing to this, and everyone made their reasons. Well, this is why I do it, and everyone's going to do that during Pluto and Curse. Well, this is why I chose this, and what's this justified? This just
0: own it. Yeah, totally.
1: Because until we just all you know come to terms with this occurring, and we want
0: to create a new system, we're all kind of a bunch of hypocrites. A hundred percent. And I think like the fine line in that conversation is um, the the knowing that we have so much possibility with the technology. And I think we forget it. And I think we're being programmed to forget it a little bit, to be in that fear mindset, um, that we have more information at our fingertips than imaginable. You can learn anything. You can discover anything you want at the, the hands of the internet. And if we can use it as like a beautiful tool to become our most masterful, amazing. self like right now I'm so deep into like learning about discipline and um, that's my work right now. It's very Capricorn of me, but that's where I'm hanging out right now is discipline and temperance. And I'm learning all of that through books and the internet and watching all these YouTube videos and all these things, my business, the, both of our businesses function because of these these things, because right now we're on this damn computer with this, this internet connection, like the, the blessings of it. Um, and then remembering like those moments, like you said, because I do the same thing with my phone where we're escaping into it and it's actually not doing anything for us, but maybe frying our nervous systems and like shooting led lights into our eyes when we really maybe just go read a fucking book or lay down or do something. Right. So it's like, where do we find the middle ground between the mastery of technology and the gift of technology and the soul secking demonic version of technology?
1: Yeah, because the way that the world's running right now isn't also the most equal system. And I can attest to that. I'm sure a lot of people can agree to that. Yeah. Um, but with all those in- industrial revolutions and changes Um, as much as people want change, Pluto also, this is where people cling to dear life for the old ways of being. Always. So I don't want people to go into the Pluto and things that we're all going to turn into aliens and trans humanism. We're all going to become a robot or stuff like that because you still have... I, I believe we can still shape that and technology can be used for good. It can bring innovation. Like, what if someone was not able to walk and they get the opportunity to be like, we're gonna put a chip in your brain to help you walk again or help you talk again yeah. or to help your body regenerate a limb or some shit? Literally, I'm like, literally. Then are you gonna no? Because these are hard questions I had to I had yeah. uh, to ask. I was having a conversation with Charlene, and I was like, these are really great questions because we can shit on something, but then if you're actually in that position. This is where we get, again, too black and white about things. Yeah. The new and then you has to come back where I'm like, yeah, me, what if I was paralyzed? And they said we can, some people would still not do it. And I respect that. And some 100%. people would be like, wow, I'd be able to walk again. I'd be able to talk or I'd be able to see again. Yeah. There could be. If, and again, some people would be like, you're playing God. Respect that.
0: Mm I haven't always like, haven't humans always been trying to play God though? Like we really look back as like, as a species, aren't we always trying to do that? So I love that point that, um, yeah, I'm, I think the neural link is absolutely terrifying in one sense, but then on the other sense, when I think about it, assisting someone with a paralyzed leg or paralyzed arm, um, That is quite beautiful and amazing. Or I think about the conversation I was listening to yesterday, he was talking about hearing aids for people who have never heard in their life, like not people who lost their hearing, people who have never heard, like a simple hearing aid gives them the ability to turn one of their five senses on. And I can't imagine personally not being able to hear music my whole life. And then all of a sudden technology steps in and says, here's something you've been missing for 30 years. Here's your hearing aid and you can hear music again.
1: Yeah. So I, that's why this is such a, it's such a nuanced complex and every little micro situation is so nuanced within itself. And this is where people have lost the art of nuance and yeah. they just get so absolute about things. And I'm like, but you have a credit card where before you would have lost your shit like 200 years ago, if that came into play yeah. and here we are. So, and there's a lot of things that you say that you don't do, but you actually do do if we like look through it. So yeah. what's really the issue is that I'm just trying to say all the things to look like I'm a better person and where can we all be like maybe I shouldn't judge so much and there's a lot of things I don't like we talked about that that fall of technology and control and the dystopian aspects of it um but I I do feel that there's so much beauty with technology that it can help us with so many things and it really depends on who's who's the one engaging with that
0: yeah, I like that. I think that's a really beautiful way to approach something that I think people are very afraid of right now is like, it is the the wielder, right? It's like magic, right? Whoever wields the magic, it's it's not the magic that's bad. It's the, or a, a gun, for goodness sakes, a, a sword, a knife, like it's not the knife that is the problem. It's the wielder of the weapon.
1: Yeah. And because unless you don't have an iPhone and you're very you're living off land and that's your personal choice, I think that's amazing. I still feel like we do need to get more into community, mm-hmm. more connected to our network, more how can we work and support each other. That could even be through a barning system. That's another way that this, people can be more in that realm of Aquarian, like we're all working together as a united community, which we've lost and I miss it. I know like, I've so been thinking that, about that. Yeah, that is something that I feel has a potential to be birth where people are gonna be like. I, cause now we're living in this very, this Capricorn energy is like hustle, make money, buy a home, grow your investments, like drive that car, get that bag. Like, and I'm just kind of like, it sucks when I walk into my condo and everyone's just on their phone. No one's connecting. There's no connection. And Aquarius is the connector. It's the, it's community, it's friendship. So mm-hmm. from that, aside from all the technology, I do feel like there's just different expressions of how that energy might come about. And I feel people are going to realize Damn, community is really important. Like, we're gonna maybe some people are gonna rewind back to the basics while still using an iPhone potentially. Okay,
0: like 100%. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what I've been feeling into. One of my shifts I hope happens is what you're saying is, you know, people go back to the basics, not necessarily like back. Well, I mean, there's the Taurus Uranus thing happening too. So back to okay. the, the literal basics, yeah. but. Um, back to the basics in the sense of guests coming back into community. And what I've noticed and I'm having an inkling about um, don't check in on this one for like 20, 30 years, but is that our generation seems to want to go back to like what our great grandparents were doing, like simpler, like bake your bread, uh, make your own beer, be on like so many people are like, I just want to live on a homestead, like put a couple tiny houses up and we can all just be in a community together. Um, A lot of people in my life that are having babies or, you know, they're all having babies together. They all want like a place where they can homeschool their children together, have the community together, take care of each other's children. So I'm like, that's also very Aquarian. We forget that that's a very Aquarian thing to do.
1: A hundred percent. And it's beautiful because it's also saying I'm getting out of this indoctrinated system. I'm because I'm, Aquarian is the free thinker. It's I'm going to be willing to challenge the norms I'm going to be willing to it's a catalyst of change right and it's like this isn't you know me following this system isn't really conducive to what I want to experience and it doesn't liberate me I mean when you're not harming others but I do I do yeah you see so many already started in 2020 when Saturn made that blip in Aquarius people started homeschooling they had to homeschool they choose not to go back into the system you know and I, I definitely feel like you said, that will be one expression of the Pluto and Aquarius energy. And even I'm like, can we just Buzz. all be on a beach and like live together and like have a yeah. coconut or some shit? Like, even though I love this technology, I'm getting very tired of living in this Lakondo downtown life, this hustle, this like I live in the city shit. And I'm like, I just want to, all I care about.
0: And again, that started with Saturn Aquarius in 2020. It's just my community, my friends, where I feel most free. Literally. Literally. That's like, that's all I've been thinking about since probably the same time where I'm like, where can I just be on the land for me? It's like near a lake or mountains. And with my people, like when we gather with, you know, Charlene and whoever, whomever else joins us in that, those gatherings. Um, like those are those moments where I'm like, Oh yeah. With my people, I can, you know, I feel supported. I feel heard. I feel full. I feel, um, you know, I feel human.
1: Yeah, and that's what I, I'm really looking forward to with Pluto and Aquarius is not this fear of what we're going to turn into like a dystopian society. It's everyone's going to have to look at where am I holding on to these like fabricated friendships? Mm-hmm. Where am I, you know, trying to like? I already kind of touched on that with you earlier with peer pressure, where I'm getting mad or I'm cutting someone off for having like a a different view than me. And again oh, I just really want true connection. We can have the same values, but I, I respect and honor the fact that maybe you have a different personality, you know? Um, I feel like people are going to have a harsh wake up call. I, I, I'm sorry to say it, especially if you had friendships that you had to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. I think the beauty of that is you're going to, it's, it's going to be, you know, a death with a death comes rebirth where you'll find the better connections, but you have to be willing to let go of that group that, or those friendships that you know, aren't serving you.
0: Mm -hmm. Or even like the community quote unquote, that isn't serving you, right? Like, I'm just thinking about how many of my people in my, my community have left, you know, religious organizations because it wasn't in alignment with their values, but they were going because of um, a certain peer pressure or people in the uh, juxtaposition of it who have left. Not being religious to join, you know, you know, a church or something because that is where they found community or wholeness or it, it, you know, it uplifts them in a certain way. It's like the disintegration of the community that didn't make sense with you. You're just kind of plopped in it. You're like, you know, you're you you were raised to be in that. It's like, but does it make sense with your moral values? Is that your community, your group? It it, are those your people?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I feel some of us will will be called or. Or depending again, where this plays out for you. Um, where can I be like, yeah, where can I bring change? Like what, again, that where, where, where be the change you want to see in the world? Like for real though.
0: Yeah, literally. I was looking at something this morning. It was just like a pin on Pinterest. Um, and it had all the nodes on it. And then, you know, of course you look at your own cause it's like, well, oh, what do they have to say about me? Um, <laughs> so I go to mine, it was a, like Aquarius and it was to reform. And I was like, that's just so like, The rest of them I actually didn't like. They were like silly. Like the twelfth house was to unwind, and I was like, "That's not right. Not gonna no." But you know, to reform (laughs) felt really, really pointed. Of the fact that you know, as a North Node Aquarius, I'm like, "Yeah, I am here to reform." I actually had a call earlier today where I was like, "That's a big freaking like job." As a North Node Aquarius, I feel like it's a big freaking job to like reform. But you know, it's actually for a minute coming back to like, okay, well, Like, what's your solo? Sacred job to reform here. And we're all going to be in this energy of like, what are we reforming? And, you know, that doesn't mean you start a business and start coaching people and like reform in that way. It doesn't mean you do anything particularly. It's just like, what is your particular reformation work through this transit?
1: Like, mine's going to be moving through my sixth house and seventh. So it's like service, my health, um, my routines. And also then seventh house predominantly is going to be lurking in there. Thank God. So much fun relationships
0: could be and- the most beautiful time though. Could be the that time so where they, <laughs> they, they could be that time, right? Where like everything that's been standing in the way of that stuff disintegrates. And all of a sudden you're like, hi, I was, I was with a friend the other day whose um, chart I was peeking at. And I realized that Pluto is on her Neptune right now. And I was like, Oh no! Sorry, it was her boyfriend's Neptune. So hers was two degrees. Twenty-seven degrees was where hers was. His is twenty-nine. And I was like, "Oh, his like Pluto's on his Neptune right now." Um, I was like, "That's a big spiritual awakening." Because when Pluto hit my Neptune, that's when I like woke up and I was like, "Hello, like hello world." <laughs> um, and I said to her, I was like, "Oh, for the last two years, you've been going through a spiritual awakening. We've talked about that." And like, she her jaw just dropped, and she was like, "It's been the best time of my life." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "This is why we need to remember that the." Pluto, Pluto is hard. Pluto is hard work. So hard. Oh my God. It it can also be one of the most beautiful, like potent moments of your life where you're like, that's when I became the best version of myself or something happens where you're like, it's actually beautiful because everything fell away that was holding me back from me. And I think people fear Pluto because
1: of that. It's yeah. Pluto says, I'm getting, like I said earlier, I'm getting rid of the shit that doesn't work. I'm making yeah. you face your fears that you're, you're not, you're being complacent around that's holding you back. And while that's liberating in one sense, and it's like, Oh my God, I, I get to start anew. I always look at my Pluto transits as I'm like, that was the best thing that happened to me.
0: Holy shit. And I never want to go through that again. hundred <laughs> percent. That was literally exactly. It is like, Best thing ever, fuck! I don't want another one. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're both like. I think you're moving into your. Is Pluto going to square your IC? It's already doing that. <laughs> it's already happening.
1: So it's squaring, it's squaring my midheaven, and it's squaring my. It's a, so it's squaring my midheaven. It's squaring my. I see, and it's going to oppose my ascendant and
0: descendant. Okay.
1: So life is just going to fall apart. All the Um, things,
0: which is what I've been going through for the last, you know, little while, it's been squaring my rising and descendant for the last three years. And now it's going to be moving on to my mid heaven and see. So we'll be just in this together and, you know, we'll come out of this and be like, best thing ever, never want to do it again. But Yeah. And as
1: I'm in it right now, I know the things that I'm clinging onto because Pluto's like, stop it already. And it kind of nudges you at first. And then finally it goes, honestly, I'm throwing you off the clip. I'm forcing you to leave. I'm taking the rug from right underneath you for your own goddamn good. Right. And this is where, um, we're forced to look at the things in our shadow Uh, people. That's that trending shadow work term or whatever the shit people call. Um, and cause it's our, when we look and in and we befriend our fears, that's where we become liberated. And that's all that Pluto's trying to do. It's like, this isn't working for you. We both know it's not working for you. Like, stop. But why does everyone, most people, not everyone, most people fear death. They don't fear death itself. They fear the unknown. And yeah. that's Pluto's territory. You're going into something you've never gone before, even if it is aligned, but your default survival mechanism goes cling on to this for dear life most people some people will surrender a bit better than others um so even though we talked about a lot of exciting things that can come of it not some of you might still be operating from fear because it's what you know and that's what guess what for when we're safe or when we feel out of control we cling on to what's certain even if it's not for our highest interest and that's okay welcome to being human
0: yeah literally i say that to my clients all the time i'm like it's okay we are just human i'm just we're all just freaking human Like having human experiences with, uh, all the nuance, like you said, right.
1: And I see this sometimes with Pluto transits, even if you, someone reaches out for support or guidance and they want coaching and you give them tools or all the things And they're still stuck, and they're resistant because they're living in—they're locked in that fear, right? And I say, you just got to suffer some more. That's terrible. But I was like, it's not even terrible. It's just reality. I'm like, you haven't suffered enough yet because until at that point where you can't stand your own bullshit, where you're like, damn it, this is the change I need to make. This is where I need to speak up. This is where I need to quit my job and take that leap and make it work. Or you know, like my lifestyle is going to change a little bit. Sometimes the only thing that's in your way, you think it's Pluto or a transit is yourself.
0: It's you. Yeah. So yeah. You your
1: own space and you're tired of your own bullshit. And you feel like I'm done with this suffering. That's when Pluto goes, okay, great. Now the transformation can
0: start. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And remembering that's what we're going to leave, 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 off with this energy today is like, Pluto is not just death. I feel like people get so stuck on that or like, oh, it's just death. I'm like, but it's also rebirth. Right. So as we move through this energy, the next, you know, our little blip this year and then 2024, like it's also rebirth. I know. So yeah, we can't forget that part.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Sometimes you have to be willing to let go of what you've outgrown and that's Pluto's just here to help you do that. Yeah. Just, you just, it's fine. You We get, we get uncomfortable with change, even though we want it.
0: Um, I know. yeah, And I think like, people have to start
1: normalizing for? that discomfort is okay. It's because you are entering a new territory that you don't have your bearings. You don't have your surroundings, but so many people are like, well, I don't have it perfect. And I don't have it all figured out. I'm not going to do it. And then your life goes by literally where I'd rather make a lot of mistakes and I fail hard and fail fast where you learn from them. And Pluto, Pluto gives that, it kind of extends that invitation, but a lot of people look at it as this dreadful, scary thing, because with that, you have to be willing to let go of certain beliefs, habits, things about yourself in your life, even people or situations that you know, don't serve you. Um, And I'm not saying that's sometimes an easy feat. Sometimes I've been, I I, I let myself suffer for years because I'm like, I didn't suffer enough yet. And then finally I wake up in certain Pluto transits. I was like, There's no other option here. Like I am like the actions that I need to take nothing else is going to, nothing's no one's going to come to save me. I have to come save myself. So I get it. You might not like to hear that,
0: but, (laughs) but it might be needed to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love this so much. So, okay. We essentially know, okay, there's a big, big personal responsibility piece here. Um, let's not be so afraid of technology and make a technology work for us essentially. Mm-hmm. And really understand that like oh, we need to get out of our own damn way. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing here.
1: Yeah. And we have to be um um we have to be more mindful of new advancements of technology, be willing to to kind of see is there an is there a is there a sneaky bad agenda here? Yeah. Um, what am I signing up for? What am I selling my soul to? Um, and then, what choice do I want to make with regard to that
0: advancement in society? Hundred percent. You know, hundred yeah. percent. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Tell our tell everyone listening how they can like find you and work with you right now because like you do some pretty friggin' cool shit, um, but I'm not sure what you're doing exactly right now. So, how can they work with you right now? <laughs>
1: So, um, people can work with me one-on-one coaching. Um, you could just DM me and there's like a whole like process to make sure we're really aligned. If that's something that you want support and whether it comes with aligning with your purpose or even getting in alignment with your business. And that's where I combined astrology, human design, coaching, mentorships, energetics, the works. It's a very comprehensive way that I help you get in your alignment, whether it's just solely with your purpose or your business. So I'm currently taking people for that. Uh, and then I have my one-on-one astrology readings, the life purpose one, which is my version of the birth chart, you know, and then the transit reading. So if you want to kind of, you know, what is occurring right now in terms of your purpose, your life, your soul's journey, that's what that uh, reading is. And it's all available link in my bio and Instagram at align with Renata.
0: Amazing. And I would highly suggest anyone listening to this, that's kind of like wondering about what's happening in their chart. If you're kind of maybe resonating with certain frequencies we talked about today, uh, maybe going over and connecting with Renata based on the transits, that might be the really, really good one to tap into based on just knowing we're moving into a lot of different energy this year, not just Pluto and Aquarius, like other conversations are going to come. Uh, but that might be the one where you're like, I really actually need to know my transits right now. So I can Uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually prepare for not predicting what's going to happen, but understanding the themes you are processing through. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your time and energy. This conversation has been uh, really good. And I think a lot of people will receive the honestness of it really well. At least the people who listen to my work will receive that honest uh, feedback really well. I think so too. Thanks for having me again really appreciate it um so i will drop everything in the show notes for you guys to connect with renata you'll you know just go and just follow her instagram and laugh a little bit like that will just be enough for you i promise um and i will also link like i said our first episode so you guys can listen to that too and learn more about her story what she does and her freaking magic that she's just putting into the world so thank you so much renata